like fresh breakfast, fresh eggs and toast, fresh mm-hmm. big ass salad. Like, yeah, it's pretty nice. But, um, but even when I have a day where I had to go to work and go into the office, like I would wake up that extra half an hour early and I would make four Tupperwares and bring them with me all day. Like it's a lot of work, but like it, it, it's only half an hour and then I, I'm good for the whole day. It right? is worth it. And I, I'm sure you're, you've been in the same boat, but I have tried to convince certain clients uh, that it is truly worthwhile doing, like taking that extra yeah. hour, whatever long to prep your food. And Welcome to episode 15 already. Oh my gosh, yeah. 15. So we have, we're down one member today. Ash is not able to make it. She's busy working way too much right now. So she's um, on her hustle. Yeah, we're, we're holding on the fort. It's Allison here and Gabby, and we are going to be talking all about meal prep. Everything you need to know. It's going to be a good one because there's a lot you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, um, there is. And there's a lot that I need to get on with meal prep myself. I need to get on it. So I I was just about to give Gabby a little update of how I'm feeling. So I'll tell everyone. Um, So ankle recovery. I'm six and a half weeks post ankle break. And I was told that I'd be walking without my cast by now. And I'm not fully, like not really. I'm still walking with the boots primarily. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can take a few steps like around the house and stuff without it, which is good, but it starts to hurt. So better safe than sorry. But I'm also realizing just how long of a journey I have ahead of me. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's, yeah. Even I feel similar in the sense of, hey, I'm oh, yeah. to stop and I'm like, I want to be doing everything, but my body's still tired and. Yeah certain movements don't feel good and so it does take longer than you want it to for sure yeah yeah. oh yeah because your well your surgery was way more fresh than mine but yeah but Um, in the gym I've seen that I know I was I just came from the gym now and I'm just doing super light stuff but uh just my body I was going to give a little update that like right before I broke my ankle I was feeling so good I like had the hardest time getting into the groove of my off season and I like I started feeling so good and I was like wow like I look incredible I feel incredible and keep in mind I was like the heaviest I'd ever been at that body composition so I was just feeling fantastic and muscular and like and then I broke my ankle and then surprisingly the first three weeks, I didn't even eat at all. Like I could hardly get food down because um, I wasn't moving. Like mm-hmm. I and literally then, didn't move at all. Like I, those I, medicines I was, too, right? And, and the medicine. Yeah. And if anything, like, yes, I looked flat. I, I didn't have any like pump in my muscles. Like I hadn't been working out at all. I hadn't been training, but my body started to look really good in such a like healthy and rested way and it was like oh so rest is good for your body and like (laughs) I always had lots of rest days but I just train with such high intensity and like so hard every single session there's like a really good reminder for me to like oh maybe I need to take a step back and I actually started to like really love the way that my body looked without having trained at all 
That's so um, interesting you say that because I've been yeah. feeling the same way too. Isn't that so weird? I'm like, it is. Wow, and this is kind of nice. In yeah. some part, we don't take rest for like more than a day long enough, like a three day rest or a whole week of rest. Like we never do that stuff, but it does feel really no. good. It does. Like, but I mean, that was like, I mean, that was like three or four weeks of rest when I started to be like, holy shit, like, I really like what I look like right now. That's so weird. Like, and I, w- I wasn't eating very much. So I actually do think I lost a little bit of body fat. I just really had no appetite though. Like I, when I say I didn't, at least you're up and moving. Like I literally didn't yes. move. Right. So I remember. Yeah. Um, and then the last two weeks, I'm going to be honest, I've been eating so much. I started training again and my appetite came back like that. Like it mm-hmm. came back so fast and like with a vengeance, like I just want all of the carbs and all of the fats. Like it's, <laughs> it's so weird to to not be following a a plan like I have a new plan coming up now so um but to actually just be 100% intuitive and yeah I've gained a bunch of weight back in like two weeks but like I'm just I'm just literally going off how my body feels so it's pretty funny honestly I feel the same if I don't move I'm not hungry and yeah my body just kind of reverts back to um eating the way I did when I was a kid which wasn't very much at all and just eating like tiny little meals and not really ever feeling the drive to eat more but um fortunately I have a good support system that says hey you have to eat now (laughs) and I'm I'm glad because I don't feel like I've lost very much muscle but I know what you're feeling in the sense you just don't your body doesn't look quite the same or feel the same as when you're training actively yeah I am, I would say I'm actively training. No, you are. are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Now over the last like two weeks. So I'm doing two to three weeks. So I'm doing one shoulder day and one back day a week, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I have a lot of muscle. So with a heavy training session, it's more than enough. And then I'm just trying to get in whatever glute or hamstring movements I can do with my very limited situation. So um, just to, you know, try not to lose everything, but yeah. Yeah. And honestly, even with what you're saying, like how you don't know how you feel about your body, like now that you're eating a lot more and stuff, like I've seen the changes that you're, you've gone through in the past and like where you were at your lowest in physique. And thankfully, <laughs> yeah, you're nowhere you near that. that. Like I you're know, still looking fucking fantastic, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I like, oh, I just, man. I've Wasn't that like lows. a year ago too that we met in, in the, or no, was that two years? Oh my God. I don't even know. I no, feel like that, was, that in like was one year ago. February. One year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Around yeah. like February or something. And I had like, that was after, no, that was April after, oh, maybe, after yeah. the Arnold's it was April. So yeah. almost a year ago. And my body just, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain everything that could have gone wrong with my digestion and my hormones, like, and stress and, and like, like eating, past eating disorder stuff yeah so like this is nothing this is nothing like I have great spirits like considering all things considered so yeah anyway that that really matters that that mental difference because I see (sighs) I see that in you before you were oh man I remember when you pulled me aside in the gym and you were just like Gab's like I am feeling low yeah and I could tell you meant it yeah so it's I can tell you're not in that same position now and that really really matters no oh it meant so much too like it's so nice to have someone like that, like had to have to have you in that moment. Like, you know, if you're out there and like, you're going through like a really low period, it's one thing to go on social media and be like, Oh, I'm not feeling things right now. And having people respond to your stories and being like, you look great. And it's so surface level. Like it, it, 
it's like it just stops you from going over the edge you know mm-hmm. like but sometimes like you need to really like I pulled you aside and I was like dude I'm gonna need some support like I need like real support from you right now can I can I call you or message you when I need to and and talk to you like I'm yeah. really struggling and stuff so oh I'm just so grateful for you for that <laughs> and I, I hope more people realize there are those in the community that can do that for yeah. you like there are deep and meaningful friendships that are to be made in the bodybuilding community and I'm super thankful for ours but yeah. um yeah like if you haven't made those friendships yet just know you can reach out to us and we can have those like real conversations with you too because honestly social media like I've been off of it since my surgery and it's been really relieving in so many ways um I don't even know why it's just having a bit more privacy and less time looking at other people's bodies has actually been a really good thing for me so I do encourage social media breaks too yeah it's weird like I just because I'm not really training to my full extent and I'm not following a full program and everything like I I don't feel like I'm not definitely not that I'm not worthy to show up but I just don't have that like spark to show up on social media the same way and so I'm really like noticing that I'm paying attention to very different content when I go on there too like it's so much less body focused mm-hmm, when you good. I don't know maybe it's a post-surgery thing where you're like I can't do anything with the situation I'm in so yeah yeah it's it's just a little bit of FOMO I guess that you're seeing everyone on either on stage or posting throwbacks to stage or just doing these these incredible things that you can't really do and yeah I just I don't know I I think it's healthy to take some distance from that if you know in your own mind it's not going to be good for you to see that and it's not like you're not wanting to support people that are posting and like your friends and like the people that um that inspire you and stuff but it, it it's just about doing something for yourself if you feel you really need to yeah yeah I am um, I lost my train of thought but that's normal for me um <laughs> it's our evening time anyways you probably just need food I, I do need yeah no no I've been I was speaking of food okay we're like our our thing is all about meal prepping today and like what to prep who should prep why to prep where do you need to prep like if you're going somewhere and well that's a good one yeah I'm like when and yeah so um basically the who what where I went of meal prep um and and yeah I'm gonna say that I really need to so just part of my update is that I've hired Eric Donnell if you know him to put together Mm -hmm. a meal plan for me because if I can't follow a specific I I kind of can follow a specific training program now I've put something together for myself but like if I'm not prepping anytime soon and I'm just in like a recovery phase, like I just want something bodybuilder-esque to focus on. So I hired him to put together an actual meal plan for me, like to a T exactly what to eat. And that's the first time in my life that I've ever hired some, a coach to do a meal plan for me. So. Yeah. I remember you shared that with us and honestly, we've, you and I've talked about it a few times, how this is something that you know works for you like having that structure having that meal plan and it sounds like it's the perfect time for you to do that yeah so I've never had like a plan this like controlled like you're going to eat exactly this many eggs and egg whites and and avocado and berries or whatever you're eating right like Mm -hmm. this is this lists every single bite of food I will eat like I've, I've always had a flexible meal plan where it'll say like here's how much 
protein, carbs, yeah. and fats you need, but I had like a food chart to pick from. So I didn't do if it fits your macros, but yeah, I'm really excited. I, I, today was like a soft launch. I'm going to call it a soft launch <laughs> with my meal plan. So it was very close, but I'm at like the last few bites of food in my fridge of like other things I needed to eat up, like, you know, pasta and like, gotcha. Yeah. It. We got it. Got to clean yeah. out the fridge before the diet starts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you do if it fits your macros. In a sense. In a sense. sense, Mine is probably a lot more structured than others. But yes, I would say I fall under the macros category. Yeah. And that's what my my coach, Paul Revelia, like I'm assuming I'll be working with him again in the future. I mean, we'll see. You never know. But it's been really hard for me to follow macros. Like Mm -hmm. when I open my fitness pal, I'm going to be honest, like it is so triggering for me and my eating disorder when I was younger, like it just, it's not even like I start thinking of food as good or bad. I just, it is just so mentally exhausting to look at the app and try and put foods in there and, and, uh, yes. And I, and I, I can see how it can do that. I can see that where, where to me, it is extremely relieving because I, already have input the data like once or twice for specific meals and recipes. And then after that, it's like one click, one click, one click. It's easy for me. Like it, it, it takes the stress off of me. So I just um, find that uh, yeah. totally the same app, but it can ha- be so different to different people. It just makes, it makes my eating a chore. And for some people, a meal plan, it would make eating a chore, but it's not for me. I'm like, it's a meal plan is like, or more meal plan-esque, like I used to do. It's so simple to me. Mm-hmm. And it just gives me like, like, I don't know, like flex, like the, the way that I used to do it, like a flexible meal plan. Do you want chicken or fish? Or do you want beef or salmon? Or do you want potatoes or rice, right? And you just build meals you want. Um, I loved that approach. And it felt so free. And like, sure, there were certain amounts, but I got to pick in the moment what I wanted. Whereas with my fitness pal, let's just say you could get all of your macros for the day from protein shakes, rice cakes, and peanut butter. Like, honestly, you could get all your <laughs> yes. protein, carbs, and fats from that. Like, you, you could, could get, right? <laughs> Terrible diet. And let's say you yeah. have like a whole, like, but let's say it's the beginning of the day and somebody offers you a bunch of Oreos. My brain goes, oh, even if I've already input all of my food for the day in my fitness pal, I did that. I made, I made meal plans. I made, I made meals that I could copy and paste. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even if I did that, if I, because my fitness pal is so flexible, I'd be like, oh, I'll just have a few Oreos and then I'll just adjust one of my meals for later in the day. I'll take some calories away from something else, but it wouldn't never work out that way. Like I would just end up eating all of the Oreos, like literally the whole box. And then I'd be so overwhelmed that, and I'd try to go fix it. And like, I don't know, like it was just, it just, just didn't work for my brain. Um, Yeah. It just sounds like it kind of triggered you in some ways. Right. Yeah. Right. When you don't need it. Yeah. And even if I didn't like, like that Oreo thing would not happen all the time. Like when I was in prep, I just followed my macros. Right. But Mm -hmm. even then, let's say I write down a meal plan and I'm eating the same thing every single day. I still, even if I ate the same thing every day, I would still go into my fitness pal. And if I accidentally sipped more almond milk, like my, I, my brain would be like, you have to go in there and write it down. And like, I would hyper-focus on it. And 
yeah, I've just, it's been over a year of trying to get back into my fitness pal and I can't like, I can't, and I don't think I can do it again in the future. And I I think that's a really valuable opinion to share here because I'm sure there are many women and men and everyone else that could relate to that. Um, like that's, I think the major key that I kind of took from that is like, other than your history with eating disorder, which obviously could lead to lots of triggers, but, um, just looking at that hyperfixation, right? If there's like, you just have a little too much of something you think, Oh, I got to add in those two extra grams here and there. And the truth is, yeah, if you're prepping for a show, you probably do have to, but if that mentally messes with you all day and stuff, it's not worth it. It's meant to make your life easier. And if it's making your life more frustrating, I don't think it's worth it at all. Yeah. Like the only times I ever used my fitness pal was when I hated my body or when mm-hmm. I was deep or when I started again last year, deep in prep. So gotcha. I have nothing but a terrible experience using it. Right. Like I'm, it's not like I, for some people it gives them food freedom and it helps them step away from good foods versus bad foods. Like one of my clients, Alicia, like she listens to her podcast and she's the queen of, of if it fits your macros, her meals are always balanced. She's always got healthy proteins, healthy fats, mm-hmm. like carbs. She's got fiber. She can make all sorts of things that she likes. And I'm like, good for you, man. And she tried to do like the flexible meal plan approach and she just couldn't do it. And so that's so back. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's totally different for everyone. And that's and why I think it's good. We're talking about the options, right. And like maybe the benefits of some and versus the other. Yeah. And like, she always preaches and like me too, but like, there are no such thing as bad foods, really. I do think there are some foods that like, I don't even understand why they're on the shelf. They're just chemicals. But (laughs) I mean, as far as losing weight, there's no bad food really. Right. Like, and in terms of relationship, your relationship with food or whatever, but so for her and for so many people out there and it tracking macros can help you be like, wow, none of these foods are bad because they can all fit. Whereas for me, that overabundance of like freedom makes me like triggers me with my old eating patterns of good food versus bad food. Whereas when I just eat on a meal plan and then once or twice a week, I want to go out and enjoy a treat. I'll just go enjoy a treat. And there is no like binge cycle. There is no overeating. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I just want, I want to have a burger and fries. Sure. Want to have a few cookies. Sure. And yeah. so, and I love that that yeah, has been what it works for you. Right. Yeah, I'm really glad that I'm figuring this out slowly. So, yeah. Well, and it's, I think it's okay to try another option, right? Like even I've tried putting a more strict meal plan and just because I I cook most food with my boyfriend and like as a family, so it it isn't always realistic, right? Financially or in terms of time, none of us, I don't really have a lot of time to cook my own meals, but he eats healthy and he counts his macros. And so if we can cook stuff together, it's like, it's a lot more freeing for me. Yeah, It would stress me out if I had to like, cook everything according to a meal plan that a coach made for me. And that would be a whole separate ordeal than with my family. Yeah. So like, does, do you guys have just dinner together or cause, or do you do like breakfast and lunch and snacks? Like how are you, yeah. does he work from home? Like what's, yeah, what's Amon works from home and he fasts. So he does like a lot of intermittent fasting. So we basically eat dinner together. He won't eat breakfast or lunch and he'll kind of like eat a really late lunch and then dinner like a pre-workout meal and then dinner with me and our dinners are like huge oh yeah you always well, especially in the in the off season they're huge like I portion mine a lot more 
obviously in prep, but um, yeah, I'll cook my whatever my first few meals on my own. And they're always simple. Like, you know how it's like the the protein oats, like protein pancakes, like simple, basic staples. So I'm sure we can talk about that too. But that's where I'm saying my macros approach does look a lot more like a meal plan because I almost eat the same foods every day, especially in prep. Like I don't leave room for the Oreos or for anything else. And that's just what keeps me sane. Because if I, even for a second, there's something, I don't know, like I'm trying to think what's kind of something I'd reach for, like a frozen quesadilla or something, totally not prep friendly, but I could fit it. I just know that it will make me feel like shit in prep. Like my body will not digest it. And a lot of the time I have to make my mind go back. Okay. What am I going to digest well right now? (laughs) Yeah. No, when I was in prep, I didn't eat any of that stuff. But yeah, in off season, but in the off season, it's like, hello. (laughs) But again, I'd way rather just have a different relationship with it than like, to me, it's more stressful to calculate the macros in an Oreo and try and adjust my whole day and freak out the rest of my day about it than to just eat one and move on like yeah. you know so <laughs> it just, just depends on where you're at too in your journey right like I'm, it does and I think it, yeah. it's different for lifestyle clients as well compared to prep clients like there's I think there's uh, that uh, macros approach could be really great for most lifestyle clients if they can follow it correctly and like think through it um yeah. one of the things I always tell people I said if you're going to do macros don't think you can turn your brain off. You have to be constantly critically thinking because my fitness pal is not always accurate. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes oh, you input data that's incorrect and you can be way off on something. So I tell people like, you have to be willing to think continuously as well. It isn't just like, oh, this app does everything for you. Yeah. <laughs> for example, you could type in like Dempster's sourdough bread or something. Yeah. And there will be like 15 different entries that say Dempster sourdough bread and then there'll be like Dempster's sourdough bread to slice Dempster's sourdough bread Canada Dempster's sourdough bread UK and like you have to click on every single one and if you actually click on the nutrition information make sure it matches what's on the actual one that you have like yeah that's what made it so goddamn stressful too like it would take me 10 minutes just to input like some bread I know if you have a new ingredient and you're trying to do it right it can definitely be stressful like I I I, there was like a learning curve for me in that sense where to in order to make all the recipes and the meals up I was like okay well I have to use the same brand of something every single time and that was annoying right yeah (laughs) but and I did get better at it like I you go in there and like you know, like, it's not like I don't know how to use it, but it, I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm done with it right now, right now. I under, I understand. Yeah. yeah I've seen yeah, some yeah. ridiculous things where if you, yeah, the one with the, you know how they have the check mark, like the verified ingredients. Oh, yeah, and they're not, and they're not even right. They're it's not even right. <laughs> they're so wrong. Some of them. So yeah. yeah, it can be, if you're going to use my fitness pal, just keep using your brain and double check things. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, my coach doesn't do meal plans like Paul. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just keep hiring Eric to make a meal plan based on the macros Paul gives me or something. Honestly, it's not and, a bad and idea. And why not, plan. right? And I know yeah. you did that before, even when you had the macros approach, you almost made a, I mean, you said flexible, yeah. but you made a meal plan with it and that yeah. was effective yeah. for you. So yeah, yeah, I, I think you, I think if that's what works, you should absolutely mm-hmm. do it. And whatever is 
the least triggering to you, like brings back the least negative associations with certain foods or certain experiences. Yeah. And we should talk about how Ash does her meal prepping um, and, and meal planning because she does she does flexible dieting as well. And I think yeah. she does it really similar to how you do um, in terms of the meals are structured mm-hmm. and balanced. Um, and there's a good balance between bodybuilding foods and other things like protein up wraps or like make, you know, making like, I don't know, breakfast sandwiches and stuff, yeah. but like it all still fits in your macros. Um, yeah. Or like, you know, fitting in treats here and there. I know sometimes she'll like have um, like her coach gave her some extra treat calories every day. Yeah. The, the snack, so the snack, yeah, I don't know what it was called, but she would basically like eat her structured meal plan all day. And then she had like 200 calories a day to just have snacks. And so she'd have popcorn or some like, I don't know, whatever, but at the end of the day, um, but she, I think she does it basically like you do. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm, I, driving, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I think fairly close. So hopefully we can cover like both sides of the spectrum with our opinions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any major, like major downsides you see to meal plan from, from your eyes or your experience? Oh, like from my experience, I mean, yeah, if you, like I said, I always did it pretty flexible. So the way that my old, old, old coach would do it was, um, he would tell me how many macros per meal. And then I had a food chart. So if I knew I had 25 grams of carbs per meal and 25 grams of protein and 10 grams of fat and, and greens on the side. So let's say the 25 grams of carbs, I know that would be 93 grams of yam or 139 grams of Mm -hmm. potato or half a cup of rice or, you know, um, 37 grams of oats or like I have it memorized still. Yep. I can hear that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so like I, even if I was like on the go and like out and about, I remember there were times where I was out and about and I had nothing and I would run in to save on foods and I would grab a can of tuna an avocado and some rice cakes and some spinach. And I would just get the amount of rice cakes that equal the carbs I needed. The can of tuna was my protein. I would use an old Tupperware and I would like mash the avocado with the tuna. I'd get some salt packets from the deli and pepper. (laughs) And I would just like eat it like with some spinach on the rice cakes. Right. And like, that you already like, know like non-bodybuilders are just like yeah. what the hell when they're listening yeah, I know. To but but like it works right because I'm like that okay is. like I know how many carbs per meal or if I was really in a pinch I would have um like an like a iso bar by fit fit stars yep. iso bars oh, god they are so good everyone you need to eat them um they're really good so those I think were about 30 to 35 grams of carbs and almost 30 grams of protein for the almond one and about 10 grams of fat, which was really close to how much one of my typical meals was. Yeah. So I thought it was off by five or 10 grams of, of fats or carbs here and there. But I was like, I had nothing else to eat. I would eat one of those. And it's made with like whole foods. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. They're basically yeah. whole food bars, which really yeah. is good to mention because it's not you just grabbing a crappy protein no. bar to like fill something that should be whole ingredients. Yes. Yeah. So to be, to be very clear, I was not going yeah. out and getting like a quest bar. Cause like, I'd rather die than eat one of those again. Um, <laughs> no, so, no, no, no love like, for quest bars. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is like a whole foods bar. So like you could literally see the, the almonds and the raisins and the oats and everything in there. So, or cranberries or something, not raisins, but yeah. So that is like, that's what I love about the flexibility of plan. Same with, if you have, yeah. if you do macros meal plans though, let's say you're out at the beach and you forget your food and you didn't bring 150 grams of Greek yogurt, 100 grams of blueberries, and 15 grams of peanut butter. Well, wh where are you going to get that? Like, yeah, you're yeah exactly. You're not going to get it from the concession stand. You're not going to get it from the convenience store. Like, so you have to be so prepared all of the time. Um, I think that was part of it for me as meal plan. I you felt like I always had to be overly prepared and I I feel felt like I was in places that I was never prepared enough for that yeah and like for me I work from home Monday to Friday nine to five so you can bet like how much easier it is for me to wake up have my breakfast have my lunch have my pre-workout meal and then um and then dinner if I'm home or even I'm out like I can make it work you know um if I go out I can bring it with me or mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that's such a like that's an ideal situation but obviously yeah. you traveled um like for shows and like on prep so you you do know the other side of it too what it's like to not have access to all of your food all the time traveling on prep like I I swear to god I bring like a fridge with me so I have like oh, a I know giant... you, you've stayed at my house yeah. <laughs> you yeah, basically I, carry I everything like, with you <laughs> i have like a giant cooler with my like with like three or four heads of lettuce in there like all of my cooked fish cooked rice like all these freezer packs like it's a it's an ordeal um to travel when you eat a specific meal plan and um it I don't know but you get used to it too and it doesn't have to be like that all the time like if a meal plan works better for you then it then so what like mostly I'm going to wake up in my own home and eat my own breakfast and mm -hmm. the meals that I have on my plan to take with me are quite simple like I can make yeah. my eggs and toast at home my other meals are like um protein oats that is so portable or greek yogurt and berries that's yeah. again so portable um or uh fish and rice or chicken and rice or beef and rice or beef and potatoes like the basic stuff and um when it comes to prepping that like I normally will prep like a giant tub of rice a giant tub of potatoes a giant tub of fish or beef or whatever meat that I want to eat and I can just scoop it into Tupperwares and go and take my veggies and, and drizzle some oil on top or add some avocado if that's my fats depending on what my depending on what the meal is Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a and that's a good method lots of bodybuilders use like batch cook and then take as much as you need for that yeah. day especially as yeah. you're getting closer to a show and like maybe your macros are yeah. like it changes quick more quickly right yeah okay well maybe I'll just that maybe I'll do that then maybe I'll just walk through like what a typical day looks like for me with what meals I make on the go like as I go and what meals mm. I prep like I do meal prepping for so because I used to do the Sunday when I first started I thought I had to do Sunday night meal prep even before I had a coach and it was so exhausting. Yeah, like it, was like it, a it is exhausting. Thing. Like I would like lay out like 84 Tupperwares and be like, <laughs> here's my breakfast for every day and my lunch for every day. And yeah, like, that no. burned me out and made me hate the food. Whereas, I've been like, there, but it's yeah, not worth it. 
Yeah. And even if I, by the end of the week, I end up eating the same foods every day. Like I do it differently now where I cook just for a couple days at a time, but Mm -hmm. okay. So I'll walk through my typical day of like what I make on the go and what I prep and how I prep it. And then maybe you could do the same. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So my typical day, like lately I've been having a protein shake and peanut butter banana toast, but that's changing now with my new plan, I'll be having protein oats, which was usually my go-to first meal anyway. Um, so that I just make on the go. I put the kettle on, I make a tea or coffee and I pour it or pour the water over my oats. I add in my protein powder. I chop up a banana or put on, I think I have blueberries or strawberries on my plan. So I'll put those on there after it's mixed up and drizzle some peanut butter on top. And I just eat it there. I might add some, you know, pumpkin pie spice or cinnamon Mm -hmm. or something, but that's one that's really easy to, to make every day. Even if you just make it, and you take it with you to go like it's a really quick one you're just pouring yeah. boiling water mixing your oats and mixing your protein and you're going you know or however you make your oatmeal um my next meal i make from home and it's usually eggs and toast um so i just again i'll cook that as i go but again it's um you could take it with you. I've done it before. I just put my eggs, like my eggs, I put them in a container. I take my toast with me and some spinach and I pre-catch up the toast. And I don't care if it's soggy. Like you just, you just stop (laughs) caring. Like, I'm going to be honest, like when you're in prep or when you're bodybuilding, like you just don't care. Like it's just food. It's just like, it's just like a functional thing. Um, But tip uh, typically my lunch is usually like a big ass salad actually and toast would be more like a pre-workout thing but we'll see I Tra- can't remember trademark trademark big ass oh, yeah. salad big ass salad time um TM. always I have a there's a song for it it's big <laughs> ass salad time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> totally so, nailed it <laughs> yeah or my big ass salad so I take like a whole head of romaine or like a giant handful of spinach like the size of my head and then I'll put my carbs on top which um this is where like the batch prepping comes in so I will either chop up a bunch of sweet potatoes and bake them in little cubes or put them in the air fryer in cubes or I'll just make a giant pot of rice and I just put the pot like right in the fridge because I don't care I'm not gonna weigh it out and scoop it all out like as I go so each day I'll just like chop up some lettuce or grab a handful of my mixed greens or something I'll take a scoop of my rice, warm it up, put it in there. Um, This is, again, where the batched cooking comes in Mm -hmm. for the meat. Maybe it's ground beef and that's got my fats. Or maybe it's, you know, some fish or maybe it's chicken. Or maybe I'll just have a can of tuna if I'm, like, feeling particularly lazy, um, which has been the case lately. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's my protein. Um. But basically like those, yeah, those tubs of food are always in my fridge and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then my dinner might be, you know, steak and potatoes. So, or steak and rice or salmon and rice. So again, I have salmon. I probably have it pre-cooked um, in a container and with put my rice on, they put some veggies on the plate yeah. um, that I, and my veggies, to be honest, I don't pre-cook them. I just put them in the microwave when I heat up the rest of my dinner and they cook. Oh, I was gonna or, ask yeah because everyone's got different opinions on like how vegetables should be cooked. yeah so yeah like I'm really lazy so I will just take a handful of green beans and put them on the plate and when I heat up my dinner they will heat up and they will cook like all the, fr- uh, the frozen ones right 
No, like oh, fresh, fresh okay. green beans. Okay. Yeah. Or frozen. Like I have frozen broccoli and I'll just um I'll literally just like put it in the strainer, put the hot water from the sink like over yep. it, kind of squeeze it out and then just put it on my plate and heat it up again with my meal. Like I'm <laughs> like that's but this is like I'm talking like in prep when I'm this lazy yeah. with food because it's just a functional thing, right? Now I'm cooking my dinner fresh every night. I don't know if this is like the time to tell the world, I guess so. But when you're in a new relationship, you kind of, I know. So there we go. Ding, ding, ding. But um, <laughs> everybody's going to know now. But yeah, like we're cooking dinner together every night. So that's really nice. But I can still make it fit my meal plan. Like mm-hmm. I, I, my meal plan is either rice or potato um, or steak or salmon and veggies. Like it's, it's really simple. And that's how it should be. And so yeah like it's so either if I'm by myself I will just prep that in buckets and I'll just scoop it onto a plate heat it up and eat or um you know if I'm cooking a dinner I'll just cook it fresh every night so yeah and then I just put my meals in Tupperwares and take them with me to go everywhere I go all the time like on season off season everybody in my life is used to it so If I go somewhere, I wake up in the morning, I usually eat my protein oats right there. And then I make my big ass salad, put it in in a container. I make my next meal, put it in container, make my dinner, put it in container. And I just take it all with me. And I just don't, that's, yeah. I really do like the simplicity of it. Like I, and I, and I get there. There's a certain point in prep where I really do get there. But (sighs) the thing is, I really (laughs) love flavor, like, like intense flavors because I put flavor on my food. Yeah, I know. I've seen that. Like, yeah, the different vinegars and everything. But I mean, like, I like my meats to be marinated and seasoned. And like, so I do all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten far away from good cooking. And then anyway, this guy I'm dating, he's very good at cooking and everything's drowning in butter. And I'm like, we're going to have to go. Oh, no. Trust me. I know that. I know that life. Yeah. Yeah. We like our men to be cooks. I know. But he's like so good at cooking flavorful food that I kind of like it hit me just how like tragic my eating had become because I just don't because again it's functional I was like there was no enjoyment left in it but I didn't care but now that I'm eating like really nice dinners every night I'm like oh right okay I should put in a little bit more effort into my like making my food taste good so it's it definitely makes you appreciate everything if you eat less flavor on the regular in our bodybuilding food I appreciate our really delicious meals when I when I get them so yeah I will I I don't know if I'll go through as much of a day because like I said it looks different every day for me yeah kind of talk about like the main things that I do eat and like I said I a, a lot of the time I'm cooking we cook at least our dinner meal which is usually like a cur- like a curry but oh, yeah. healthy so it's like really low fat like it'll be chicken breast as the base like tomato like crushed tomato onion and like a shit ton of spices like very less fats and then oh, obviously yeah. on rice and that's something I my body just loves and I digest it well so it works for me or I think for can some I people can I not digest it yeah of course okay <laughs> even Ash I know she loves curry so much Okay, but we're like, gonna have to have a we're gonna have to have like a day where your boyfriend cooks us curry. Oh, I can cook it too. I've got the skills okay. now. <laughs> but yeah, no, we should. 
Um, but it's something like that, or we'll prepare ground beef into something called like a Sikh kebab, which is like an Indian season. It's an Indian seasoning basically, but um, it's once again, dry spices. We chop up onion, we chop up cilantro and just like mix it all in there. So it's like there's flavor in the meat, but it's very mm-hmm. simple. Not a lot of fat added, not a lot of other stuff added that where if you go out to eat, like you don't know how much of that stuff's been added to it. Yeah. Yeah. But so it it's totally different making it yourself than trusting some restaurant or whatever, you know, it's just, that's not how I do it on prep. Um, so yeah, that's usually what my dinner looks like something like that with rice. Um, I also do eat pastas. I'm just going to say I love pasta. <laughs> oh, I've, I've ate pasta the last few days. Yeah. But I, I can usually fit it into my macros if I, have a very, very basic tomato sauce. It's going to be like less sauce, obviously. It's going to be like a skiff of sauce and then mostly chicken breast and then pasta. But um, the noodles digest well for me. So once again, it's going around what digests well. Um, Yeah. And then I try, I'm a little guilty for not eating as much veg as I should, but (laughs) I like uh, zucchinis. I like zucchini. I like asparagus. I like basically any frozen veg I can just throw in there and just quickly toss like in a pan on the side extremely basic that way (laughs) and mushrooms oh my god I love mushrooms and do you cook them as you go like so I know you cook your dinners every night yeah I know we we usually do like a couple days worth like if we're gonna make a curry we'll make uh like four kgs of chicken and then as long as we need that for if that makes a lot of chicken it's a lot of chicken yeah (laughs) we go through a few chickens in this house but like um yeah no I try and I try and cook my veg fresh but there's a certain point in prep where I just give up and cook it in batches and it's soggy and I don't care if you know what I mean oh I understand so (laughs) Um, but earlier like for breakfast and stuff I'm like protein oats blueberries bananas if I don't feel like oats I'll put the oats in a smoothie and make a like a protein smoothie with oats banana and whatever Mm. almond milk or regular milk depending on how where my macros are at um I also like to make egg white bites or frittatas so yeah yeah, I I know they're actually good (laughs) but like I'll cook up turkey bacon if I find it's 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 decent macros like I can usually make it fit. Yeah. And then, yeah, egg whites, usually one egg, um, spinach, and then this like whisk it all up, make a frittata. If I have carbs, I will make, um, what's it called? I'll put in like a tortilla or something. So like oh, a little yeah. breakfast yeah. burrito. Yeah. And then uh, for a while I was doing a protein French toast, but it didn't cook as well as... I don't know. There's probably a better recipe than the one I was using. It was a little like egg whitey. So I don't oh. know if I'd recommend it, but, but at least on macros, I, you kind of have the freedom to try things like that. Yeah. So I yeah. mixed, um, when I made my protein French toast, I would use the beyond yourself salted caramel. I don't even like, know what that is. That sounds really like good. The, like the vegan protein powder. Oh, gotcha. Yes. I know what way, that is. Like the whey protein powder kind of like curdles when you cook it. Yeah, and it doesn't the, cook well. The pro, yeah, and the protein denatures, so you're not really mm-hmm. getting the same quality of protein. But like the vegan one doesn't do that. So I would mix almond milk. Pardon me. I mix <laughs> almond milk and egg whites and a little bit of the vegan protein powder together to make like a sweet dip. And then you don't need that much egg. 
Yeah. And then I would mix peanut butter and the vegan protein powder and water together and make like a sauce to go on top. So oh, that's the really protein, genius. The protein kind of came from both like both the egg whites and the protein powder. So it wasn't like so eggy. Because that was what my problem was. It was just like excessive oh, eggs trying to get the protein off. And it was just not, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't hit the spot. Oh, yeah. And no, I'm also so more good. of a savory person than a sweet person. So I kind of just stopped desiring it really quickly. But I'm going to yeah. have to try your recipe because that sounds okay. way better. I'll, I'll look back. I posted one that was unreal. Um, nice. That sounds good. Yeah. It's a I'm little thinking- bit more free and... Like I said, if it's hard to cook when you have a family kind of to cook for, right? Like I, yeah. if I just made my hardcore bodybuilding shit, like it would be me having to cook on my own and having to shop <laughs> different. And it just, there's a certain point. Yes. In the last few weeks, I will do that. Like I cut out the curries, basically anything that leaves like room for error. But yeah. for most of prep, I, I'm pretty open-minded and yeah, so far it's worked okay. <laughs> like I said, I've never got lean enough, so maybe that's part of it, but <laughs> I don't know. I think there is something to be said for eating bodybuilding food at the end of a prep. Like it there just is. Yeah, so, you, you, it just makes yeah. you I think it you feel like you're really in it. Like it's really happening. I know. And it sucks, <laughs> but it's, it's good too. Um yeah, so like you were like you're not going to school right now but when you were going to school you would take you would prep those like each day like you would wake up and you'd prep protein oats and prep a smoothie and prep like a what like a bowl of curry to take with you or yeah usually I'd be I'd be training in the evening and then eating my curry my big meal in the night so my what I took with me was pretty simple is usually protein oats protein pancakes sometimes it would be even more simple like I'd take bananas and almonds just like nuts and like fruit. I would just take simple shit like that. And then um, I try not to take eggs or anything too perishable because, you know, yeah. I don't really have a fridge to keep it in. But um, yeah, oh, some days, I- some days I would just have like, um, what's it called? Like I'd have chicken and rice left like that. I, I didn't want to, like I was going to prep more food, but I still had a little bit left. So I just throw that in a container and take it with and me. Take it with me yeah. So far I haven't no. died from any poisoning. So that's good. <laughs> I have an iron stomach like I can eat anything so yeah mine is I'm very much like I'm pretty preppy though like when I wake up like I like to like actually be fully prepped like I will Mm -hmm. wake up like have the exact same breakfast down to the exact same amounts every single day and then I will get my like that's usually protein oats and then I would like make a big ass salad to take with me in like a giant Tupperware container and then I would make like a fish and rice and veggies with like olive oil and garlic and lemon or something and like in a container and take that with me too so like typically and then typically I'd be home in time for dinner or if I knew I was going out for dinner I'd calculate in my head like what I could eat Mm -hmm. or you know um so or if I knew I wasn't either of those I'd bring my dinner as well as well with me so like yeah I'm pretty strict on it. Like I basically don't go anywhere without at least one meal with me anymore. Like if I'm out all day with my family or at an event, like I'll always have a breakfast before I leave the house and I'll always bring at least one meal with me, usually two, to be honest. And and that's really Um, being committed to what you do, right? Because I think the worst thing for some of us, especially as natural bodybuilders, as women, is just having too long periods without eating at all and potentially not eating enough. 
Yeah. And I, it's been tough. Like I just started a new job last week, so I'm trying to get mm-hmm. used to a new schedule. Um, I'm still recovering from my ankle. I, like it's only been a few weeks now of me being at my own place and um, I wasn't very mobile. Like I can finally drive. Oh, that's a huge yes. update by the way. I can drive. Yes. So I finally am able to like go to the grocery store. So like I really like was super set back with my meal prepping for the last month and a half. So I'm like feeling really good to like open my fridge and be like, look at all my stuff. Like I'm on track and yeah, so it feels good. That's the, that's actually the best feeling. Like we were, we just did like a pretty big meal prep the other day and man, when it was done, we're just like, wow, we got food. We don't even have to think for like the biggest meal of the day. Everything's ready. Everything else mm-hmm. we need is simple. And it's just a really good feeling. Like I yeah. do love the idea of, of meal prep. I think it's almost necessary in this lifestyle unless you, I don't know, maybe some people can can get away without it. I don't know what job or schedule you have, but I know I can't. <laughs> I've got to be prepared. I'm really lucky that I work from home and yeah. can make three out of my four or five meals a day, like at home, fresh now, like fresh breakfast, fresh eggs and toast, fresh mm-hmm. big ass salad. Like, yeah, it's pretty nice. But um, but even when I have a day where I had to go to work and go into the office, like I would wake up that extra half an hour early and I would make four Tupperwares and bring them with me all day. Like it's a lot of work, but like it, it, it's only half an hour and then I I'm good for the whole day. It is worth it. And I, I'm sure you're, you've been in the same boat, but I have tried to convince certain clients uh, that it is truly worthwhile doing like taking that extra hour, whatever long to prep your food and it can be really hard to get past that learning curve, right? It can be really yeah. hard to make that into your routine. So where, um, like, what do you think helped you make that into your routine? If anything, I think it was just doing 12 shows. Like eventually yeah. you just have to, like, if you're in prep, you have to make it work. But also like I get overwhelmed easily. I get stressed easily. And so planning ahead, like, and, staying organized like helps you be so much more successful and stress-free like I don't have to think about what I'm eating all day like I just wake up and make all the exact same foods I put them in containers and I take them with me or or yeah. I'll make them fresh at home either way like it's the same exact thing and um and then I'm out all day and I don't have to think about it yeah you know because like I know I've I kind of learned my lesson a few times in in my first prep for sure where I didn't have enough food prepared and I wasn't going to cheat on my diet like I was so strict with myself but I remember being so hungry at points like I was like thinking I would eat anything at that point but I still didn't but if you're not prepared you almost have to go through it right like go through the shit of feeling so hungry and overwhelmed and you're think, okay, now yeah. next time I'm not going to do that again. Oh, like if you don't bring something with Ex- you. Exactly. Yeah, like if I you're know. not prepared, that's how I really got it solidified in me. However, mm-hmm. I think that won't work for everyone because some people might cave before they're, they let themselves starve. Yeah. And I, I just wouldn't, like I was so competitive and determined. <laughs> so See, that's what I liked about that old flexible approach where it'd be like all right I know that my carbs are 25 grams of carbs and I have 30 grams of protein to hit and I've got to get 10 grams of fat and so if I was in a pinch I would just like grab a packet and a half of oatmeal a scoop and a half of protein 
and you know a blob of peanut butter and I could move on with my day and have it made and eaten within like six minutes yeah and no and you know that's what I mean like that's perfect even on the go even on the go if you have like you can grab a to-go cup from a coffee place and use their hot water and pour it all in and mix it together and just eat sludge like yeah how many matter. times like, have I done that on the ferry like lots yeah. <laughs> like I know I make protein notes on the ferry all of the time that's they probably love to. us like just using the microwave with our coffee oh, yeah. cups full of oats oh yeah but like it it's yeah. So like there's some stuff you don't have to prep if you can just make it work and you don't give a shit what it looks like or how it tastes. But um, I really would say that, I don't know, my bucket approach to cooking, I like, like just cook a tray of fish, throw it in a bucket, cook like a pack of beef, throw it in a bucket. And when I say bucket, I mean Tupperware. Yeah. Like, and if, you, you know, if you're consistent in staying on your meal plan, I think that absolutely works because then nothing yeah. gets wasted or goes bad because you're choosing to eat other things. Do you know what I mean? Oh like yeah, like people, it sh- doesn't work for especially lifestyle clients because they, you know, they have a lunch to go to or they want to order something in, and then suddenly that food's going bad. And of course, neither of us would ever say cook more than you can eat because you we want you to finish your food. <laughs> we don't waste food. Yeah. Right? So it does no. work when you're when you are on a on a meal plan. Everything's calculated out for you. Yeah. Um, Whereas like if I tried to cook, if I tried to cook that much ahead, it would probably lead to certain things going bad or I do end up freezing a lot of food though. I'll be honest, yeah. like I'll cook ahead and then freeze everything and kind of take it out if I feel hungry for that. Oh yeah. Every once in a while, I, so like I said, my old, the way that I kind of did my meals was like, which carb do I want? Which protein do I want? Which greens do I want? And even when I did, if it fits my macros or whatever, like macro counting, I would still kind of approach it the same way, but every once in a while, I'd be like, I really want to make my favorite like vegan chickpea curry. And I would like make a giant batch of it. I'd put Mm -hmm. all of the, and I still will do that. Like, even if I'm doing a meal plan approach and I just really want to make a meal, like I'll either just talk to my coach about having a cheat meal, or I'll just cook up a big batch of it, put it into my fitness pal, calculate it down into how many portions it is, look at what the macros are, and then eat it and if I have to have a part like half a protein shake on the side to hit my protein or something then I'll add that right like and just every once in a while I'll take one out of the freezer and have it like once every couple weeks or something right I think that's really good to to mention on here because there are I'm sure athletes listening that are on a meal plan that maybe they do feel really restricted and that could be an option uh, yeah. for them, just for a little bit of flexibility and sometimes even just having a meal like that that's like I don't know comforting like some sort of comfort food to you can yeah. stop you from binging and going down a really bad route if you get really you know too hungry or too desperate yeah, yeah. and especially if it's healthy clean food if you're like exactly. hey, I want to make this like homemade red pepper chickpea curry from scratch that's and it, it fits my macros if I eat it with a and have like some protein shake on the side like yeah you know talk if you're especially if you're off season talk to your coach about that every once in a while because some people are on a strict strict meal plan year round which mm-hmm. um somehow I'm gonna be on one I never thought I would but yeah yeah you are but my food is so good though like the foods that I get to eat it's like I saw your your meal plan and yeah. I was like this is definitely tailored to you it's perfect I know yeah big ass salad eggs and toast with avocado protein oats and steak or salmon every night with like 
rice or potatoes and and butter just butter on the plan there's butter we have to celebrate that we have to (laughs) well honestly it's because my guy cooks everything in butter and I'm like can you not and he's like that's not how it's cooked so oh man I think our men would get along yeah butter (laughs) it's so good so I'm obviously not a vegan anymore (laughs) yeah oh oh, yeah I don't know if you've I I knew that but I don't know if the world knew that (laughs) well no they should so they should yeah yeah here's the thing I just couldn't eat meat anymore my body was like stop like you've eaten so much meat. Like I just couldn't look at it. I couldn't think about it. I watched enough of those. I don't think I'll ever eat pork again, to be honest, because like, it, yeah, you could use the argument like, well, they're smarter than dogs. It's like, well, all animals are sentient and smart. Right. But to be honest, the reason why I can't eat pork is because I feel like their skin looks like human skin. Oh, and, yeah, when you look at, and when you look at a pig's eye, it looks like, like a human eye and, and they're smart. And I just feel like I'm eating a human. And then you like on all the cannibal documentaries, they say that human tastes like pork. And I just, oh, I thought so it was like veal. Okay. Maybe pork. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, like the <laughs> fact that all of these things and the fact that they really are like the smartest animal and they're treated so shitty like so I just don't eat pork anymore but I I, um, I don't eat par- pork because I don't really enjoy the taste that much and I don't even like it yeah I don't like, I don't like bacon and I'm not sorry I hmm it, I will eat it like I absolutely will but I don't prefer it and like I, just, I think that's yeah, pretty I much like I think those are like really unpopular opinions because apparently bacon yeah. is and like, what's it called? Pork belly are supposed to be the best things in the world. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. No, anyway. but I'm, I'm with you anyways. Yeah, I just don't even like pork. So, but um, all the rest of the meat, like chicken, chicken, I still can't eat. Like, I just can't even handle the taste of chicken breast. Like, it just makes me want to die. I tried oh. to eat a bite of it the other day, but I just feel so much better eating meat again. But I don't know what it was. My body and my brain were just like, you can't eat me right now and it lasted for a while you're not the only person I know who went through yeah. that so yeah, yeah if you definitely if you need people to talk to I have friends that have gone yeah. through that as well like I I grew up in a hunting and fishing family yeah. basically and my my body I mean, just loves meat <laughs> it digests yeah, me easily too. like I grew up eating everything and fishing and yeah I never went hunting but I ate food that people hunted like you know getting turkeys from the farm down the road at thanksgiving like i just i never it was not it was never about not eating animals like mm-hmm. it was only and then it was partially about the treatment of them but mostly that my body was just i would look at meat and be like Ugh, like i just cuz you eat so much of it as a bodybuilder mm-hmm. um maybe i haven't yeah. been in this game long enough then yeah, <laughs> maybe funny, I'll, but, I'll get there one day yeah but a big part of it was activism too and like I actually really wanted to like stop being a vegan like six months at least before I did like mm-hmm. it took me a long time like because you start getting used to not eating it and then you start becoming comfortable with that and I heard this quote that was like choosing your diet based on activism can lead to like poor health outcomes and I was like oh, that's so true. Like I haven't been feeling that great. And ever since I started eating meat again, I feel amazing. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy you're back on the, I guess the dark yeah. side. I don't know. What yeah. do you but yeah. And like a huge reason I didn't want to be vegan anymore too, is because like, I'm done with food rules. Like, yeah, 
I think that's a major for you, right? Like I've had enough of putting like arbitrary food rules and rules on myself around eating like my whole life. And if I'm going to be a bodybuilder and restrict my macros and calories, like that's enough. I don't need to also restrict all the food choices that I have. Like it just, it socially, it's difficult, like emotionally, physically, everything. Right. So it's really refreshing to just be able to eat anything and stop you know, because a big part of it too, like when I, like in the back of my head, I do think I was trying to impose like arbitrary food rules to help control my eating. And I never really thought of it at all until mm-hmm. it was over. So, yeah. I think that's really powerful to talk about. And I hope that it encourages some listeners to maybe reevaluate certain things and that they're like, um, yeah. that's a no food for me, or like, I can't eat that. And you know what, maybe there are some reasons you need to work through through that and like look into yourself as to why that's a no or I can't eat that but yeah like you said it's taken some time but I'm glad you've come full circle and really realized that yeah you never you never did the vegetarian thing did you oh god no I think my family would disown me (laughs) (laughs) yeah my mom was so annoyed she's like do I have to make a vegan version of everything (laughs) I'm only like half kidding yeah our meat is like the primary food in my family house and Maybe that's yeah. some reason why I was able to gain a good amount of muscle like quickly because I do yeah. eat a lot of meat. But um that's no, funny. but I should I should eat more vegetables overall. Like I I'm guilty for being one of those people that will take my greens powder like multiple times and not eat enough fresh vegetables and fruit. So anyways, <sighs> you need to start incorporating big ass salad time. TM. Oh, I have such a hatred for salads. I don't know why this is going to sound terrible, know. but the only lettuce I really like is iceberg lettuce. Like the rest of lettuce just tastes bitter to me. That's so funny. Iceberg I'll eat it if I have to, but I don't enjoy it. It's basically just texture. There's nothing to it. Oh, I don't know. It tastes like bitter. That's all I can say. But anyways, so I should eat more greenery and I'm sure my skin would be happier and my digestive system. We also don't really mention fiber, but fiber is something I do pay close attention to in my macros. I yeah. think and obviously it would be naturally incorporated in your meal plan. So it is important. And I think bodybuilders forget about fiber a lot. <laughs> yeah. I am um, I'm a fan of regular pooping. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially closer to stage. Like oh, every yeah. poop you get, you gotta like celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. When you so if you're in a deficit, your body is trying to soak up as much as it can from your food. So you literally poop less because it's taking everything out of it like yeah (laughs) I'm sure we all have our fair share of stories but basically if you can poop on show day before you go on stage that's a really really good day yeah yeah it's a great day um I'm trying to remember if I did any show day I usually do the day before the show and I'm like happy with that it's like acceptable (laughs) yeah you you don't take any like um laxative or anything to help you with that right um I do like I have it's one called cleanse more by oh renew life or something Mm -hmm. it's called cleanse more and it's really good um if you would just like take one pill like the night before it helps you go the next morning kind of a thing but I never take one before show day because I'm like what if I fucking explode on stage like that's my fear like I've never tried that because yeah, I was scared you know, but there I'll was a tea. Like- there was a tea that was uh not like one of those skinny teas but there was um 
you know, like a laxative tea. Yeah. 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 Those traditional remedy ones. There's I've yeah. tried that before <laughs> called smooth move. No, I, I will take one like two days out, like one of those pills two days out so that mm-hmm. I for sure poop the day before, but never the day before the show. Cause I'm like, what if I shit myself on stage when I'm squeezing my core and it pours down my leg like I don't know it's okay it would match your tan at least oh god that's horrible yeah um okay on that note we're gonna end the podcast well I guess if you're talking about food we gotta end with like where food ends you know it it makes sense right it goes whatever (laughs) what goes in must come out it's the whole journey (laughs) <laughs> All right. Do you want to give the outro? Ash normally gives the outro. Um, sure. What yeah, did she say? <laughs> I'll do my best. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Overall Package Podcast. You can find us at Overall Package Podcast on Instagram. I'm Gabrielle Folietta. And I'm Allison Ann Fitness. And, and we've got Ash for not fit. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Say bye. (laughs) Bye. See you next time.